One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. On Talk Radio. Oh. Oh, I miss Frank. Sam's looking absolutely bemused. What the hell is that rubbish? It's bobbins. It's bobbins. Oh, poor old Frank. I tell you what, I'm tr- the song I'm trying to find, I haven't got it on my computer and I can't find it on iTunes. Cause, so has someone got Frank from the, from the Spaces ACP, from which that comes, singing um, Roger Robot? I can't find Roger Robot. I've got, I've, got Robert, I've got Robot Frank, but there's a song called Roger Robot. Um, how does it go? I built a robot, but it's not quite finished yet. I built a robot, but it's not quite finished yet. I built it in my spare time. I call it Roger like the boy next door. The same name as his dog. Oh, Roger Robot, you're on my mind. Something like that. Can someone find Roger Robot and send it to me? I want to play that. Otherwise, I have to play Oh Superman later on, which is just... um. It's just a joy. 0344 499 1000, the late night alternative. My name is Ian Lee. You may have seen me on the television stealing um, strawberries and eating a pig's vagina. Um, Catherine Boyle, you won't have seen her doing those things, but she does both of those things in her spare time. And, and um, I have been on telly. You may remember me from Look East, a story covering the fact donkeys, that Paul Sadie the donkey was trapped in a field. That's, that's, that's where you recognise that voice, guys. Um, and we do the show Mondays to Fridays, 10 o'clock at night till uh, 1 in the morning. Um, you can listen on Talk Radio on DAB, download the app, or go to um, talkradio.co.uk. And we do a daily best of podcast, sometimes a couple of podcasts if we have a good guest, like we, uh, the the, the, um, the Nico podcast that interview, we put that out as a separate podcast, as well as a best of. And they come out the next day. So tonight's best of will go out on Monday evening. That's, if I can be bothered. I know. Been, been slacking a bit recently. Um, and uh, yeah, it'll go out Monday about eight o'clock, something like that. You get it on iTunes or your usual uh, podcast um, thing. Uh, hello, crazy chick. Hello. Hello, crazy chick. Hello. Hello. Um, I'm want to speak about um, obviously it's Mental Health Awareness Week. Yes. Um, and I wanted to speak about the stigma that comes with mental health. The stigmata. Stigma. The, the stigma. stigma. Sorry. Yeah. The stigma. The yes. Stigma. Go on. Yep. And um, I have um, bipolar, EUPD traits and psychosis. Oh, you've got a good collection um, there. Yeah, a bit nice of a mix work. there. Um, and I wanted to sort of like mention what happened recently. Yeah. Um, I'd fallen off my bike. Uh-oh. And I'd hurt my ankle. Hey. And I'd left it two weeks. 
walking around on it because I don't like lots of fuss and stuff. No. But it was so painful in the end I went to um, A&E. Yeah. And, um, you know, sick, gone through and what have you and, and the triage nurse and what have you. Yeah. Um, they asked if I was on any medication and I said, well, yeah, because I've got bipolar. The attitude changed straight away. Okay. They didn't take me seriously at all. It, it, Basically, even though my, my ankle was ballooned, yes. um, they didn't seem to, um, they just, <coughs> sorry, they thought it was all in my mind. Right, even though there was physical evidence that your ankle yeah, was swollen. And they, they saw the physical evidence, did they? Yeah. What, what, what? Well, what happened was, she said, oh, that looks very swollen, we'll get an x-ray done. Yeah. And then she said, basically, do you take any medication? And I said, well, yeah, because I've oh. got bipolar. Yeah. And it was the, her attitude completely changed. What? I didn't need to have a mental, um, mental illness to realise that her attitude changed. Now, in what way did it change? It was um, basically cagey, um, sort of like, um, how can I describe it? She she just went very quiet. Right. And and then sort of like I I went to the x-ray, have an x-ray, came back and saw the same person. Yeah. And she said, well, you've got a ligament sprain. Right. So they they, Um, they recognised that there was something wrong. Yeah, they recognised there was something wrong. One one part of her said to me, um, go home, get a couple of bandages, one to wash, one to wear. Yeah. All right, and I'm thinking, right, OK. And then before I left, she said, oh, no, she said, it's best that you just walk around on it. Right. Even though before she said, sort of, like, put it up. Well, sometimes um, people think about things and change their minds. Mm. Um, was there anything else that... that that um, disappointed you in her attitude? Not really. She was really quite dismissive, you know. And it's happened. That's happened to me before. Mm. When you when you're talking NHS, and this is where the stigma comes in. Cause it, could it could it not have been that she was d- d- um, perhaps slightly less concerned when she realised it wasn't a break, or it, you know that that while it may be painful and uncomfortable, that actually that's not the worst thing it could have been, and, and could could the dismissiveness. The, the perceived dismissiveness not have come from that? Because um, I, I find it surprising. I don't think it's impossible, but I do find it surprising that um, that someone in the medical profession would d- dismiss a physical illness, physical condition, because of a yeah. mental illness. Yeah, and like you say, she did, she did acknowledge that there was something wrong and, and did tell you what to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Do you do you okay. not do? You, and I hey, listen. Let, let's just kick an idea around for a second because I don't know what happened. And I listen. I'm totally by. I, I totally believe what you're telling me because it's your truth, and that's great. But yes, could okay. could there be a chance? Could there be a chance that that you interpreted what was um, professional disinterest? Do you know what I mean? Because a sprained ligament or a torn ligament, it, 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 it's not a broken foot. You know, it's not, it, you know, it's it's something that... that yeah, is... I was glad that it wasn't a broken foot. Yeah, but do you, you think know? you could have could have interpreted her, interpreted her, you know, once she realised it wasn't as serious as it could be, it wasn't an emergency. Yeah. That, 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 and she, she, you know, obviously A&E, they've got loads of people they've got to see very quickly, people with very yeah. serious injuries. 
that, that, that maybe it wasn't a snub against you because of your mental condition. Mm. It was like, OK, well, well it's, it's just a twisted ligament. Here's what you've got to do. Thanks very much. Yeah. That it wasn't a personal, oh, my God, this woman's nuts. I don't want to touch her feet. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, know, do you know what I mean by that? I don't want to touch a nutter's foot. I'd love to touch a nutter's foot, if I'm honest. Can I touch your foot? Can I touch your... I'll come and do your bandages. Mm. Oh, that was a... There we go. Could it, could it, I don't know. I wasn't there, and I believe you. I believe what you're saying, but could it, could it have been that, do you think? Do you think that... Yeah, possibly. Yeah. How's your foot now? Well, you've got a nice giggle, isn't it? How, how... <laughs> Will it... you pack it in? <laughs> She's come here for some sympathy, and all you're doing well, is... Well, this is, this is why I got struck off. Exactly, in a probes. <laughs> I'll get struck off in a minute. Um, I've Stop. got a really good sense of humour anyway. Do you, do, how is your foot now? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's fine. I'm sort of, like, walking around on it. Yeah. So, it's, it's all right. Was there advice to put a bandage on it and walk around the right advice? Um, oh, I haven't put a bandage on it since. <gasps> you're outrageous. I know. She don't really care. Bad, you right? deserve to have that foot drop off. <laughs> That's what you want. Imagine if you if it just dropped off. You just like gave it a shake and then came off. And they'll say, "Did you put, put a bandage, bandage on it?" On? No, because oh. I thought you were having a gut. Me, I wasn't having a gut. You was busy. You fool. That bandage was keeping your foot on. Now go on, go on, put some super glue on it. <laughs> <laughs> he, well, listen. Here's, here's seriously. Here's the lesson mm. I think we can all learn from this. Don't, okay. don't ride bikes. Oh no. Don't ride bikes. It sounds like a lot of faff. It's too, too physical and it's dangerous. What you want to do instead is do what we do. We ride scooters that are 20 years old and falling to pieces. Yeah, like electric scooters. We're not ponces. <laughs> I know, but I really need to, you know, I really need to get onto my bike because um, I need to lose a bit of weight. So oh. I just, I would like to okay. start riding a bike again. But oh. the last time I, I uh, oh, the rode. last time I rode a bike yes. was in my, you know, early 20s. Yeah. Oh. And um, I'm a hell of a lot older than that now. Yeah, it's, hard, it's harder, isn't it? Do you remember when you were a kid, right? When you were like eight, nine, ten, and oh. you could go super fast. You could ride on your bike all day, and then chase after your mates in a field, and then climb a tree, and then ride back, <laughs> and you could do it nonstop. Here's the thing: I've realised I can't do anymore. Yeah, a cartwheel. <laughs> oh, I found out the hard way. Wow. Do you remember when you just felt like doing one, so you just do one? No, don't yeah. don't try that now. You'll you'll end up on your head. You'll end up with a broken neck. <laughs> Well, that's a good no, point. If you go for a broken thing. neck and you go in, and if she says if she's disinterested, then then yeah, she's got an attitude problem. <laughs> so break your neck. That's what I'm saying. Thanks for that. Thanks for calling. Ta ta. <laughs> bye bye. There we go. What a lovely lady. Nice one, Doctor Lee. There we go. <laughs> Anonymous listener who doesn't want to be on the air. Is the show picking up a bit? No, uh, I think I'll make the podcast. Do you? I thought that as well. I put a little asterisk next to it. What, him or the, the that call? Both, but mostly the call. No, turn... cut around this guy. Don't put him, don't put him in the podcast. I kind of like the cut of his jib. He's, um... he's, too, he's too direct for me. No, but I like the fact that he's hard to satisfy. <laughs> I always find How that... How do you get that just from a phone call? Oh, I can just tell. I, I wish, like it. I wish this, we were like an 0898 thing, because we'd be making a fortune off this money. <laughs> Um, all right, dude, you stay there as long as you want. 0344 499 1000. Dredge, then John, then it could be you, dear listener, the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers, and taxidermists. Great big talk.
talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Just had a text. Are you taking texts now, you lanky ponce? No, not from twats like you. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. If you want to give me a call, it's Dredge. You, you guys never talk about bears on the radio. I've noticed that. Why are you bringing but, bears up, mate? Well, no, I just noticed. Yeah, you don't. You don't usually talk about them. There's a good reason for that. Yeah, why do you have to mention? Well, what's that? Bears stole my baby. <laughs> Here's a story. Not bears, bears, dingoes. A dingo. A dingo ate my baby. That was it. Sorry. Yeah, the bears are fine. We should talk about bears more. You're right. Let's make the rest of the show a bear special. <laughs> Here's a story. Uh, bear put down after breaking into post office. Okay. It's like having a guest in the studio, but, but, but one that's done some prep. That's unusual. Go on. I thought you were going to say, but worse. Uh, well, yeah, well, we'll see afterwards. <laughs> rep fans. Yay, rep fans. Go on. One for the teenagers. Mm. Uh, a bear broke into a... Po- this is what it says on, on, on 9news.com. Okay. Under politics. Oh. A bear broke into a post office in the town of Pitkin and caused quite a bit of damage. Oh. The bear entered the post office through an open door in the small town located in Gunnison County sometime late Thursday night. Wow. A spokesperson for Colorado Parks and Wildlife said... Okay, I love the way you're breathing so much life into this story. I mean, I'm grits. (laughs) That sounds nice. The bear was unable to get back out of the post office. Oh. There's just so much there to keep his attention. I have the same problem. Yeah. Oh, well, you're on that bit to get out of the post office. Yeah, you get in a big queue and there's always an old person who wants to chat. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Anonymous uh, um, listener who doesn't want to be on the show, this call is turning... This, this call is taking it to an eight, isn't it? Um, no, 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 get rid. <laughs> get rid! Flip it, egg! He wants to get rid of Dredge! That's not the head of talk radio, is it? Oh, God, imagine, imagine if this was... Um... What's her name? Rebecca McKee. What's her name? Uh, Rebecca Luz. Rebecca. What's her name? Dredge. Is it? Is it our boss? Is it... Oh, Brooks. not Re- Rebecca. Bro- oh, that Brooks. Rebecca Robbie Brooks. Woman. Her Majesty Rebecca, Rebecca Brooks. Her Majesty the Queen of Sheba, Rebecca Brooks. It could be her, couldn't it? She's not moving you lot somewhere, is she? Or something? Well, apparently so. They, but we, but we've been told since pretty much day one that we were going to be moving. So when it happens, it will happen. But I'm not holding my breath because that would be stupid. Get on with the bloody bear story. Anyway, in the end, they took the bear out and shot it. That's the end of the. Thanks for calling, Dredge. The bear story. <laughs> is that it? Uh, how did they take? Sh- hang on. How did they? Right. How did they take the bear out? And surely if all the bear wanted to do was get out, once they got it out, they should have just shooed it away. Go on, shoo! <laughs> on, oh, shoo! They said they shot it. Yeah. Flip it, not, man. That's it, my it's car. upsetting, isn't it? it? It's upsetting. Now I can see why you don't talk about bears, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is quite upsetting. Yeah. I don't like that anonymous caller. OK. Are you he sure? doesn't like you either. Yeah, OK. Well, I've noticed that, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Anonymous caller and Oi, dredge. Anon. Have this out amongst yourselves. Who who do you think you are? Hello? Anonymous! Oi, Anon. He's not talking to you, mate. He's he's so... (laughs) 
He's so disgusted by you, he doesn't want to talk to you. Either that or he's gone to the lavvy. Have you gone to the have you gone to the toilet, Anonymous? Hello, have you It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. He don't want to know, does he? He's not interested. <coughs> He's gone for a quick break, yeah. There we go, there we go. You're going to go for a long one. Good evening, John. Good evening, Ian. John, what have you got for us tonight? You're in cuff, you're in a numb, if he's still there. No, we don't. We just don't know. He doesn't want to join in. Stop trying to make him join in, everyone. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, if he wants to come back anyway, I, I would like him to choose which path I go on. OK. Um, light or dark? Um, let's go light. OK, light. Uh, I'll start with cuff dress which I have mentioned once before, but uh, she can go anywhere with that dress in the summer. What What, what, what do you mean, anywhere? Well, because you're not going to be attacked by any insects, is she? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It says John here. I didn't realise it was Gok Wan. <laughs> she was looking all pleased with herself and puffing herself <laughs> up, and then he totally trolled her. He totally trolled her. John, tell us what you're wearing tonight, oh, if you wouldn't mind. Me? I'm... Yeah. Uh, you well, I've been wearing blue jeans and brown shoes. <laughs> blue jeans and brown and blue shoes. T-shirt. Best call ever. And a blue t-shirt. Yeah. All right. I can see. I can see why you're allowed to have an opinion on what I'm wearing. <laughs> Put that in the podcast. That was beautifully played, well, Jonathan. Beautifully well, you're not going to get attacked, are you? You know. Um, that, anyway, well, that's, um, is that the aim of the game? No, no. <laughs> I, I, I was pleased when I heard Gatman before because. <laughs> Someone uh, was. He doesn't like your dress, and he likes Gatford. This is great. The guy's a lunatic. <laughs> He's he doesn't like my dress, and the way he qualifies it is, no one's going to attack you. No, he said insects. All oh, right. He did say well, insects. I, I didn't say that I didn't like your dress. I just thought you were, you know, you were well prepared. That's all. For, for what? Insect attack. Okay. So anyway, Gatford. I'm really, I'm really, really glad he called tonight because oh, I, I, I've, I've. Um, I've wondered who the hell he was, you know. Like, um, he, he, he's pretending to be this one and that one and first-time callers and stuff. Yeah. So now I know who he is. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, about the uh, royal wedding. Yeah, go on. I'm not really a royalist, but I'll tell you now, I would die for most of them. I would stand in front and take the bullet for most of them. Go on. Anyone? Prince Andrew. Yeah, him, yeah. Why would you take a bullet for Prince Andrew? Well, I just would. What's he ever done for you? Nothing. 
but you take a bullet for Prince Andrew. Yeah, would I? Good to know. We'll let him. I'll get him to uh, give you a ring. Thanks very much for calling, John. Oh, man! Honestly, my S list, I'm, I'm going to have to get a ring binder. Mm, ooh, buy my ring. Flip it, Ian. want you to bind my ring. Bind my ring. That's anything that's not been done to your ring, Please isn't it? Bind my ring. Oh, they did, though, One didn't they, time. when they got rid of the... They um... did when I had an anal fissure. I had to have my anus sewn up. That's did... a true story. It's the most painful thing ever. You know when you had the hemorrhoids? Yes. Did they tie them off like a lamb's tail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh. But they did it in front of students. Because they were so extreme. No, no, just... Oh, this uh, is a good one. You I want had, to see I this. I have piles, right? I have piles. I've, I've got another one. There's another one's just popped out. Oh, man. There's only one, and it's not bleeding. Um, so what happens is the last taboo. So I have piles, and uh, you, you go to the hospital and um, to get it checked, right? So you lie on... You take your trousers down to just below your knees, and you lie on your side with your knees hunched up, mm-hmm. and a guy comes and pulls your bum apart. And as a look, and he goes, right, you've got one, two, three, you've got six piles. What we'll do is you have, we'll book you in, you come back, and we'll have them, we'll, 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 you can either have them frozen off or banded off, where they put a little elastic band yeah, around lamb's it. Lamb's tail. Because it's like a, a blood blister. Little elastic band, and that stops the blood getting to it, and they drop off. I was like, fine. He says, it's not, it's not brilliant, it's not comfortable, but it, you'll feel better. You, you, they'll go. I said, right, fine, let's do it. So we did it. So I came back like a month later. Again, dropped the trousers just below the knee, on the side, um, look in there, and he 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 said he said so he, I went in and he's not even a doctor. He just went, I'll go out. You was get he a ready. porter? I don't know what he was. He said he wasn't a doctor. <laughs> he worked there though. So he went out and I did it, and so I'm there lying there. And then he came in with like six young people, <gasps> and he said, "Do you mind if I bring some students in?" When, it, when they'd already walked in? Yeah. Oh, that's not right. Well, I thought part right. My ego minds. I want bum technology to advance as much as it can. And if if I have to be the anal guinea pig, then god damn it. Then god damn it, I'll do it. If my if my um Farmer Giles can help future generations learn about them, then god damn it, then let these young people see your grapes. See um, see see it. Um but it was awkward because two of them were quite fit. What your piles? No, 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 no. Oh. The medical, the medical students were quite. Fit. But anyway, so and also then he went. Oh, you, by the way, you've got an anal fissure, which is basically a tear around your anus. Um, thing is, it wasn't because of that. Um, but it, and it meant it means it means that when you poo, it feels like you're passing glass. Really painful, a lot of blood, and so yeah, I had to go and have my ass sewn up. Yeah. Very hard to um, heal that area, keep it clean. Oh, God. No, it really is, right? And what the the guy said to me, he said, don't worry, they can do the... It's a general anaesthetic, but you'll be able to go to work that night if you want, right? I was like, okay, brilliant. So I didn't take the day off. I was doing... I was an absolute. I didn't take the night off work. I went in in the morning, and about 11, you go in, there's a general anaesthetic. I'd never had a general anaesthetic before. This, bear in mind, this I was about like seven, eight years cleaner, so I hadn't had anything. And they give you general anaesthetic. It wasn't gas. It was two injections. Mm-hmm. The first injection, she said, the first injection, you might feel a little bit drunk. Oh, man. My eyes were like darting. And it was like I was pilled up and my eyes were darting. And I was thinking, whoa, baby. Whoa. And she said, I'm about to give you the second injection. I was going, no, don't. This is great. Honestly, I was... 
gave me the second injection, and suddenly you're out. It's that thing, you, they count back, and you get to eight, and, mm-hmm. and so it's gone. And then the next thing you know, it's the deepest sleep. The next thing you know, um, someone's going, Mr. Lee, Mr. Lee, time to wake up. I was like, oh, I'll wake up. And then you're just like on a ward, like a day ward. You're not meant to stay there. And um, you're sort of wearing like a nappy, right? And flipping it, my ass was sore. And she said, right, you've got to just lay on your side. Maybe I was on my back. She's got to lay down for a couple of hours. You can't move for a couple of hours, right? And she said, have you got anyone coming to pick you up? I went, no. I was told I could go home on my own and go, I'm going to work tonight. She said, I don't think you are. So I was lying there for about four hours. I was in agony, right? And um, I had to get up and go for a pee. And she said, just be careful when you get up. There might be a little bit of discharge. Oh, God. Right. So I got up and I went into the toilet. I was off my face. I was all over the place. I was having a pee. And just like this juice was dripping out of my bum. Juice. Horrible juice. Bum juice was pouring out of me all over the floor. I hope you're looking away and shaking, heaving your shoulders because you're crying, not laughing. It's laughing, isn't it? It's laughing. You're laughing at my bum gravy. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's okay. That's okay. So it's, it's the last taboo. And uh, so I went back and I cleared it up as best I could. Oh God. And I went back and she said, "Are you all right?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm fine." She goes, Are "You well enough to go home?" If uh, my, my wife came, I said, "Yeah, yeah, no, I'm fine." I think I'm good. I don't want to go home. I said, "Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm fine." So I went home. I was off work for three weeks, right? Three weeks. She said, they say... When did the seepage stop? About ten days. She said, um, probably best, they'll give you laxatives. Because you don't want to pass a stool. No. Because that will rip it. And you're right, you've got got, um, sew-up on your bum. So you don't want to get, you don't want to get Marmite. In there. You don't get Marmite in the jam jar. Huh? There shouldn't be jam in there, right? It was bloody. Yeah. And That's the Marmite jar. You don't... And um, so I was off for three weeks. And I'd said to them, look, I'm, I'm not really a fan of drugs. I want the, the kind of lowest painkiller I can have. I gave them very honest. I want the lowest painkiller I can have that will be effective but isn't going to send me loopy because, of, you know, I like drugs a lot, man. And um, so they gave me... Um, one called, I think it was propanon, propanol, propanol, and tramadol, right? I'd never heard of these drugs, right? Because I don't know, I was always a street drug kind of guy. I wasn't a, well, I wasn't a pharmacist. So I'm thinking, oh, he's listened to what I've said. So I'm popping these tramadol. I was travelling through time. Honestly, I was travelling through time. And I rewrote, I, tra- I, I, I lived the whole series of Lost in a day in my head. And I came up with a much better ending than they did. I was, I was tripping my nuts off. Um, and, um, yeah, my ass hurt a lot. Why are we talking about that? Why have you made me talk about that? What? You said about binding your ring. Why, why, why was I talking about that, Anonymous? That sounds lovely. Was it, is it working for you? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, eight now. Hey! <laughs> we found his level. Are you sticking around a bit longer? Um, uh, about four or five minutes, probably half hour. All right. Well, we'll have a word just before twelve. Is that all right? Sweet. You yes. you hang up if you want to hang up though. Oh, strange guy. We've got a lodger tonight. We don't know who he is. 
He just can't listen to us wherever he is. So he's phoned up to listen down the line. When you got up to go to the loo, yeah. Did you feel like when you first did it? Oh, you were you were you were under the influence a bit, weren't you? Yeah. Did you feel like everything was going to fall out? The first what the first um, number when two? You, when, no, when you walked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. yeah. That's what it's like. That's what it's like when you just had a baby. Really? Yeah. They ring the bell. This is probably. I don't want to. I don't want to be disrespectful. This is probably a little bit worse than having a baby. Probably more painful. How big were those piles? Yeah, I don't want to be disrespectful. Eight pounds, eight pound four. Yeah, but the vagina is bigger than an anus. So, and a vagina can... I don't can... know. I've, I've, well, I've, the... heard, I've heard about yours. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. That's good. Homophobia. But um, but also the cervix can can kind of s- separate and and that's how it allows things to pass through. So it's not actually. It's oh, not... silly me! So why did it hurt so much? Yeah, it's not uh, actually. Was I doing it wrong? It's not actually passing through a vagina that we know and love. I, I we, quite like it. That we. <laughs> it's not, I, I used not, to. It's not passing through the kind of vagina that we've seen in movies and documentaries and jazz mags. Oh, a fun one. It's, a fungina. It's passing through one where the cervix is separate is, is separated. That's that's it's a swollen it's a swollen vulva. So it's actually Well it was it's swollen not, after, yeah. It's not it's not as small as it's not as small as that. It's actually quite big. So yeah. So with respect, what happened to me was worse. Okay. Okay. But when they said it's um it's time to eat, ladies, did you all come out of various sidewards? <laughs> in dressing gowns, hobbling like um, I wasn't, Dawn of the Dead. No, no, no. I was. We're all in we a ward. Because we, we did. We're in a day ward. Yeah. I wasn't particularly hungry, which again just shows how ill I was. I wasn't hungry. All oh, right. You've been greedy then. You know I'm a feminist. Are you? And I've got so much respect for you girls. I think what you do in terms of mothering, um, around the home... Um, uh, with, uh, with your beautiful, beautiful bodies, some. I think, I think you, I think you girls are great. I really do. I've got so much respect for you girls. But sometimes, sometimes, you've got to think about other people, and that maybe, just maybe, maybe childbirth is not is not the worst thing that could happen to a human body downstairs. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Just, just what having a whole person pop out—that's well, they're tiny. In the park. Well, they're tiny. Not that tiny. Well, they're tiny. They're not that tiny. As we've established, the vagina enlarges, and also their um, their heads are soft. That's another thing that you don't mention. Their heads are soft because their skull hasn't covered their brain. This is true. This is true. Babies, you can see their brain pulsating with evil thoughts. The the the, the baby is designed. The baby is not as big as we make out. As, as what we see on, when you see a baby on TV that's just been born, it's not. It's probably a couple of days old, and they grow a lot in those couple of days because they're suckling on a teat. <laughs> Sorry if this is getting a little bit graphic for you guys, a little bit medical, but you know we're having we're adults here having an adult chat. So the vagina, you've got a big old vagina. You've got a tiny little baby, and you compare that to a torn anus. A tinus. If you wish. Big old vagina. Three words I didn't expect to hear together tonight. Especially with the prefix you've got, A. (laughs) 
Yeah. But you're right. Yeah, I'm banged to rights. Yeah, good. But it did hurt, though. I'm not denying. Yeah, I did it again. Why would I do that? Well, exactly. I've not. I've not gone to have my ass sewn up a second time. So I think it just, Yet. you've just you've just proved your, you've just proved my point, and I respect you for that. Oh three four four. They need to grow up. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is talk radio across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk radio. We'll get you talking.